When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sex with Charlie and Nina. We're joined today by the wonderful, delicious, angel, baby, <laughs> magnificent, <laughs> he's alright. Yeah. Hello. And also the sponsor of this podcast, <laughs> Yes, it's Luke Bamboo. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Like we're holding our mics and we look like a really bad, like the world's worst rap group right now, don't we? Speak for yourself, I'm a great rapper. <laughs> oh, yeah. you might be, I'm just saying the look, like, you know. We look like the best... Yeah. You should get one of those photos where the camera's on the ground and you're looking into it like, yeah. All right, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just leave now then. I apologise. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Invite the straight white man on the podcast. He's got to apologise in the first 30 seconds. Know. Well, we've got to have you on here to, <clears throat> you know, for the statistics, really. Yeah. Well, you're actually on here not as a straight white man's opinion, but because you came to Amsterdam with us and everyone wants to know what that was like for you <laughs> i bet they don't what was the thought process when you were like that sounds like a good idea and then at what point did you realize it was a terrible idea i think we set the tone pretty early didn't we but yeah i mean we couldn't get to the uh Eurostar, could we first of all because the trains were down trains are down it was well early wasn't it it was pretty brutal o'clock in the morning when we got there yeah. Yes, because we managed to snag a lift from my sister who works in London, but as a caterer, so she has to be there at like 5 a.m. And our train. And so did we. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we well, had yeah. to, yeah. We just had to be grateful to get there for 4.30. Yeah. And what, what time did our train leave? Like nine or something, something wasn't like it? That, yeah. yeah. So it was a pretty tough morning. Yeah, I, I mean, my memories of it sort of begin, I suppose, as an experience kind of when we were on the Eurostar and kind of so where we were sat it was like Charlie and I two seats Nina one seat in front random bloke next I to Nina I had to keep sitting next to fucking weirdos as well like they weren't normal people that were sitting next to me and do you remember that guy that got up and left well, well that's, right that's, that's where it starts for me because that's oh. dear listeners is where like <laughs> as an experience of travelling with Charlie and Nina that's where you this is what people want to know, isn't it? What it's really yeah. like being we with you two. We want the nitty gritty. Be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what people want to know. Well, people, I'm sure people think that we just make up half the stuff that happens. Yeah. And like how much, how can so much drama happen? Because people yeah. question it, don't they, all the time? Like well, that never happened. Yeah. And we've said it before. The chance of something fucking mental happening to us when we're on our own is 50%. Is 50%. But oh, when it's we're a together, guarantee. It's, it's 100%. It's a guarantee. It's an absolute <laughs> yeah. guarantee. It's changed my life. Like being around. <laughs> I've told you not before. Like it, I, the phrase, like obviously, it's just a, a thing that, that comes up all the time now for me. 
because <laughs> working with you, being around you, any something's going to happen. Yeah. Or if you tell me, oh, this happened yesterday, you know, the only response now is, well, obviously, obviously, it did. It happened, obviously, yeah. because yeah. you know, mad stuff just happens all the time. But yeah, I think my first proper memory of that trip was the first conversation that we had when we got on the train and it began something like what would you say if someone said they wanted you to shit in their mouth <laughs> and and we're, we were reading out listener emails <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of like and i thought oh well, the tone is set for this trip from from here like that's how we that's how we started our journey yeah. to amsterdam and the guy that was sat next to you, Nina, I think he managed about 10 minutes or so. Yeah. And got up, walked off. And the assumption was, oh, he's gone off to the toilet or get a drink or whatever. No. He didn't ever come back, did he? He no. didn't come back. It's a three and a half hour yeah. train journey as well. And he did get up after 10 minutes and then... Yeah, and all the seats were taken. So, you know, he would prefer to stand in the gangway than sit yeah. next to me for any second longer. <laughs> so yeah which is rude actually, <laughs> and he could have just joined in yeah I mean he you know he's sitting there going I know what I'd say if someone asked me to shoot in their mouth I'd say yes yeah he looked like the type he did he definitely did he definitely did actually <laughs> <laughs> not that we'd be so bold as to assume what people well, look like who are into bit. that I mean it's no kink shaming here as we know but he did look like the type yeah yeah so things happen it's usually bad but sometimes good things happen like the free lunch that we had on the train oh yeah that was a little win that was it was a small win yeah you're right yeah so i went down to the food carriage to get some food and i was trying to send pictures to both of you and there was, there was no, no signal, signal. Was no so th so it wasn't coming through but it was a really long queue because on the whole train of like a good like how many people do you reckon was on that train i've no idea oh it was packed wasn't it there yeah. was like hardly any seats like 500 people yeah. there's one food carriage so anyone that wants food you're all waiting in a long queue so luckily nina had the brains to get up was it you was it you i don't know what you're about to say to get up and come to me oh and tell me what you want <laughs> Oh yeah, that that, that, that was because me. Because the yeah. pictures yeah. went. My plan <laughs> was <laughs> this is the stuff that they've got. Yeah. You guys tell pick what you want. Yeah, and I'll pick it up. So you came down. We just we were just worried about you because the guy yeah. sat next to Nina disappeared. Yeah, and then you disappeared. But what if they were just like, like hoofing people off the train as we went if, along? You know, it was like a horror movie. Yeah. slowly one by one, and yeah. it would just be me and Nina left. So we thought, let's go have a look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like enticing yeah. you down with the prospect of a really badly made cheese and ham toasty. Yeah. When actually they're just killing you as you walk in. And you are really setting yourself up for a horror film, don't they? Because how many times do you say, don't leave each other? Yeah. And then you got up and left Luke on his own. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. We could have all been dead. So, well, as we well know, straight white men don't die, oh, yeah. like, in horror films. That's why so, he's one left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why because yeah. I can't be bothered to get up and go and check. <laughs> I'll stay here I'll watch the bags well the bags are in the I'll stay here <laughs> you go I've got some camera equipment you go yeah. have a look <laughs> yeah so I've, I've just got us a load of sandwiches and crisps and drinks 
And then because there was no signal, his Wi-Fi wasn't working on his pay. Yeah. Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> so so just come back pay. and pay later, yeah. Yeah. He said. Come back and pay later. And you're like, oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> but with his mouth, he said that. With his eyes, he said, don't worry about coming back. You deserve this free food. Yeah. Go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's overpriced. You've paid too much for the tickets already. Such an amount of enjoy it. about you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that was a nice little win, wasn't it? That was a win, yeah. Always good to have a free lunch. And we'd been up since, like, quite early, hadn't we? But actually, we ate when we got to the the station anyway, didn't we? There was one coffee shop open. Did we eat? I did. I'm always eating. I don't remember. Like I say, the, my, my brain only started working on the <laughs> shit, shit in your mouth conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, usually people really enjoy us, so I don't know why he left. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just a lesson, it wasn't was it? Early. Like, it was a lesson. Like, you know, doing this podcast, you know what I mean, in, in the privacy of your own studio or whatever, it's one yeah. thing, talking about those things. Taking that out into the public, into the world. Yeah. At. But then... Eight o'clock in the morning. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a different yeah, it thing, might have been too early, but... We did have the idea, actually, of bringing the recording equipment with us and recording an episode while we were travelling, didn't we? Yeah. But we didn't do that. No, we, we just, just... sat and ate our free... We did some practice. Stuff, yeah. Practice chatting about sex. Well, when I... Because, obviously, all of our conversations seem to go like this. Like, not always, oh, would, could you shit in someone's mouth? But um, I was having a conversation on the train with a guy I went to college with about um, semen, obviously. Um, and uh, there was a guy who was sitting next to us and he was silent the whole time. But when he went to get off of the train, he's, he thanked me for cheering him right up. He said, oh, I was having a real morning of it. So I appreciated that conversation. So he just sat there and listened. So I'm sorry, man on the Eurostar, you're wrong. Everyone else is right. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was just overstimulated by the entertainment. Yeah. And he just couldn't handle it. We are overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did give us the, the phrase, actually, didn't you? Oh, he's probably in that toilet throwing himself around down there. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't notice, did we? No one really <laughs> noticed or said anything until we were getting off the train. We were like, oh, that man never came back. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's been in the toilet throwing himself around <laughs> after Nina mentioned about pegging someone. <laughs> So we managed to get we managed to get to Amsterdam. We did. Hours later, tired. <laughs> found our hotel, which was in the north. Yeah, which was lovely. Which is really lovely. Didn't want to yeah. Leave. yeah. That the, went all right, didn't it? That yeah. went quite well. Yeah, I think that that was fine. And we found some supplies, didn't we, on the way? Or did we we landed and then we went off and got some supplies, didn't oh, we? Yeah, you went yeah. And got some weird named snacks, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, we did. We went off and got some snacks and tea. Yeah. yeah. And what was that weird drink that we found? It was called Slag, wasn't it, or something? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was. It was actually called Slag. Yeah. Everything was... We are in the right place. Yeah. A swear word, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Everything was something. Yeah. And wasn't there like a little sort of like culturally inappropriate like snack? Well, we had those little biscuits called Filipinos. Oh, yeah. We, the perfect breakfast. Yeah, the perfect breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had for breakfast. Um, the most sugary... Oh, mate, yeah. ...little thing. But we ate them. Oh, we yeah. enjoyed them. Damn right we did. And we had those Nippons. 
Yeah. What yeah. were they? They were like little. Um, Can't say something rice. like Nippon on this podcast and not, <laughs> not explain it. Describe these snacks to us. <laughs> little nipples. Yes. Stacked up, covered in chocolate. Yeah, but it wasn't enough for us, so we thought we'd sit out and get some dinner, didn't we? Well, yeah, we thought we'd better eat something like proper. Yeah. So we took a little walk. Because yeah. I've stayed in the north of Amsterdam before, so I knew the route. So we took a little walk through. What way did we go? We went through like some sort of like mad industrial site where yeah. all of the pathways were like shut off, and we had to walk in the road. Oh, road that's for, like, right. We were like walking minutes. single file. Yeah. In the almost in the middle of the road, weren't we? Yeah. Kind of like yeah, yeah. Tiptoeing along like a little family of ducklings or something. <laughs> like <laughs> trying not to get run over. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the setup from the walk from the from the town to our yeah, hotel. Yeah, which actually at, at that time of day in broad daylight wasn't actually that bad, was no, it? it was quite but nice. it did come back no. and almost bite us in the ass. Yeah. Yes, the, the, there is a reason why we're yeah. telling you the outlay yeah. of the walk. <laughs> yeah. And on the walk, there was that giant sex swing thing, wasn't there? That was on top of the building. Oh yeah, yeah. When we got to coming up to the ferry on the top of one of the yeah. buildings was a... It, it was just a, actually, it was a regular swing. It was just a regular swing off the yeah. top of the building. Um, do you remember that? Irresponsible I, place I, I, to I put yeah, I remember, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. But it's like, it, it, it was a regular swing, but nothing's regular travelling with you no. two, is it? No. no. Um, <laughs> so I knew a little spot where we could go and get like a nice, like, meat, decent bit of steak... Yeah. And I was like, it's right near the station. It's really close. We'll just we'll just go there because I know it, and I know it's nice, and it'll be lovely. Yeah, easy, safe, nothing yeah. complicated. Yeah, we were Civilized. tired. What could go wrong? We had a big day the next day. Mm. Yeah. We just wanted yeah. a nice, easy little meal. Minding our own business. <laughs> Minding our own business. We sat down, and before we even ordered our drinks, what happened? What happened, Luke? Well, I had my back to the road. So we were kind of close to a little road, weren't we? And it's sort of crossing, crossroads and a canal. And I just heard a clang and a crash and a wallop and the unmistakable noise of a car hitting <laughs> something. Another car, another human. <laughs> And you guys obviously turned to see. I think Nina, you were facing it. Yeah. You turned to look at it, and I just thought, oh, "I'm not even going to look." And I just kept looking the other way. Because <laughs> it was literally just, just yeah, it was just over, just behind our backs, wasn't it? It was like, of course, like well, we've just we've sat arrived. down. Yeah, and here we are. So within moments of arriving, someone had been hit by a car. Yeah, off a bike. Off a bike. Some young man. Um, and it wasn't just hit off a bike and got up. He was on the floor for a while. Yeah. We were just like, oh. Uh, yeah, three, steaks. <laughs> three steaks, three beers, thank you. And I'll take an extra shot of tequila. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whilst everyone's like busying around trying to save a life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if people really want to know what it's like traveling, I would kind of, part of it is like, if you've ever seen the Final Destination films, it's like, <laughs> it's like trying to survive one of those. While there's like, you know, stuff falling off buildings and cars crashing <laughs> and tsunamis and all that. Like there's stuff going on around you all the time and you just have to like keep your wits about you, don't you, to survive yeah. it. 
Yeah, but it is weird that there was, like, you were there to witness these sort of things because usually it's us going, oh, that person's just collapsed in Tesco's. Yeah, this is the first, the, thing. the first time, really, yeah. we've had, like, a third person yeah. with us to witness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm, I consider myself usually quite lucky. I, I love travelling, quite oh, positive. That and And, yeah, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll bring some good yeah. energy to this. It will be all right. No. Yeah. It's not like you don't leave your house. Yeah. You know, you don't find yourself in places where yeah. things can happen, but they just don't happen yeah. to regular people. Yeah, I don't leave my house as, as much now as I probably once did. <laughs> After that, I have not left my house since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it stays on you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Mm. It does. You, have to, you have to work hard. Um, yeah, but I remember it exactly the same as you, like a series of noises. So it was like a car screech. Then that that, like you said, that car like that metal crunch noise yeah. and then like the ding of a bike yeah. <laughs> and then like all of these like the thud gasps. of the human body yeah the thud <laughs> of the kid the yeah. gasps of the people yeah and then whilst you know whilst this is all happening loads of people around all the traffic has stopped yeah so there was people there was like cars bibbing then there was police sirens yeah and to me it was just like this string of sound effects yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was that. It was exactly like it that. It was exactly yeah. like that. Yeah, if there was like an audio descript on it, it would be like, car hits child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- falls to the floor. And it was literally that. And there was this woman who was so shocked by the whole ordeal that she was just like collapsed and crumpled by like a lamppost. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, let him have his moment, love. Fucking hell. Like... Yeah. <laughs> she was she was very much yeah. like everybody look at me whilst this kid is like yeah. bleeding out on the floor she was trying to steal the show she was like let him have his moment for christ's sake pam yeah yeah but i mean it, it, i think there was a happy ending wasn't there like it, oh they picked him up like you know emergency services off. arrived and <laughs> yeah. dusted him down he yeah. was standing wasn't he like you know yeah. We don't know what happened to him, but we do hope that he's okay. <laughs> I was, I was and we are. Is that I've never seen so many attractive. I was going to say cops and copesses, but not <laughs> female policemen and policemen, um, <laughs> or I don't know how what you what you call them. Police officers. I think uh, you just call them all police officers. Oh, I don't police think officers. you just call them police officers or female police officer because that's <laughs> okay. really anti Cops and copesses. Um, <laughs> and they all turn up in like tiny little shorts on bicycles with really tight t shirts. And I was like, fucking oh, yeah. hell. Is this a set up for like a porno or is this like, are they attending to an accident? Yeah, it was almost like it was a flash mob for like the Pride March or yeah, something, wasn't it? Was, it, for it a was minute. mad. Yeah. And they kind of just stood around with their hands on their hips. The whole yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Didn't disappoint. No. We're not taking responsibility for that. No, that could have happened to anyone at any time. That would have happened whether we were there or not. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yes. Officially, that is the official <laughs> yeah, that's the statement. Your, Your Honour. Honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, some... yeah, that, that was kind of the afternoon of day one, wasn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, sh- at that point, we should have gone home. Yeah. But did we? After we ate, but we didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> you really live it. You're reliving it because you've blocked out all the memories. <laughs> you can't remember what happened no, I've got them all somewhere, but I, the order in which they happened, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not too sure about. We went to a cafe to go and have a little smoke. 
I hope you don't mind me saying. Oh, yeah, we did. Because you can legally smoke yes. weed in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah, because I can't remember, like, the same as Luke, the order of the events. It all just feels like it happened in, like, one day, mm. everything. Yeah. That's that's actually, I mean, people might be interested to, to know, like, because I reckon anyone that listens to your podcast will know, like, you're a couple of, like, really savvy, you know, kind of streetwise people from South End. Don't yeah. take any nonsense. Yeah. You can spot an idiot coming in at 100 paces. Yeah, it's it's Not only that, that the idiots are us and we're walking towards <laughs> each other. <laughs> but, well, we were on holiday, no. so we decided to give ourselves a little bit of break for constantly being on edge and expecting people to act like pricks. Because actually, Amsterdam's really friendly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't know why you thought that though. You, you, you could have a, you could have a night off because um, yeah. it is constant. But no, because we, we were sat outside the cafe, weren't we? Because it was warm. Yeah. It was a nice night, you know, and we were sat, out, sat outside opposite a little church and stuff and having a chat, having a smoke. Everyone was being friendly and happy. Yeah. And then we got approached, didn't we, by a yeah. person. Your mate. <laughs> yeah. By our mate that was, I mean, I did see him coming from a mile off because I could hear him because he was proper slurring and being loud and he was sort of dragging like his leg behind him he couldn't really walk <laughs> properly he was sort of like just drag. he was get far on foot <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing how quickly he did move yeah. <laughs> so he already had this like i've just crawled out of a sewer i'm a zombie but a really loud one look about him and i don't know why i mean i completely agree with you i don't know why we didn't like smarten up to this so he's come over and he started talking to me but i couldn't understand what he was saying he was talking to you he was just shouting at you and spitting (laughs) yeah he he did he literally spat and a piece of spit landed in my eye and then a piece of spit landed in my mouth (laughs) it was disgusting but that wasn't even the worst thing that happened and i was kind of sat there thinking this guy's going to try and steal something in a minute and he's still talking and you're still like looking at him or like giving him brief conversation and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking he's going to try and steal something in a minute yep he's going to try well, and steal something in a minute usually in South End when we're approached by that, that kind of character which is all the time um, they're not trying to they're not trying to rob you they're just like just trying to Get you to yeah. give them the time of day, aren't they? Really? Yeah, the homeless people in South End are not threatening or a threat at all. They're no. just people, and then usually, if you're like, no, you can't have any money, they'd be like, yeah. okay, I hope you have a really nice day and enjoy yeah. yourself, and I hope you know how to live with yourself. You fucking rock, can't Yeah, and they'll still <laughs> but, spit in your eye and spit in your mouth, but but they won't they rob won't you. Rob you no. <laughs> so this guy's leant over whilst he's uh, pretending to ask me something. And stolen my joint out of the ashtray <laughs> and literally hobbled off, like didn't yeah. even run or anything. And I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. That's mine. Stop. I didn't get up, obviously. Me more, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Give it back. And he's just like, nah. <laughs> off he went. Off he went yeah. to the yeah. next The next, next one. table, yeah. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah. No one didn't. No one. No. No one cared. No, well, I, didn't really I don't know, care. it was a bit of blame. I kind of said to you, how did you not see that coming? You And then you were like, well, you didn't do anything. 
you just be protecting us. <laughs> you just sat there and watched it happen. Yeah, but you couldn't like us watching a film. <laughs> it was like that. I just thought this is going to happen, and then it did. That's what Luke was like the whole time. It was like watching a horror film unfold in front of your eyes. <laughs> Uh, right well we did decide to leave after that yeah and we went back to our hotel had the best sleep i think i've ever had in my whole life yeah i would agree that was like literally sleeping on angels wasn't it it was freaking feather feather pillows feather blankets feather everything yeah I think it sounded like we were staying in some sort of palatial <laughs> joint. We were, yeah. We just, had, we just had a really normal apartment. We're, we're from very humble beginnings. <laughs> what, like everyone was born sleeping like, on a feather pillow. Working parents and you've got the night off there. Yeah. <laughs> All of us. Oh, like, mate. It was the best fucking sleep It honestly ever. was. Yeah. It reminded me of sleeping at my nan's. Like, she always had this, like, bed that was, like, the softest bed in the world. Might have been had something to do with it just being a really safe space for me, and I could actually close my eyes without fear of fucking trauma. But <laughs> honestly, it was like maybe because we were well tired as well. Well, we were well tired so nice. and we were stoned, so it was yeah the best night. And it was on feather pillow, so it was oh, like, yeah. beautiful. I, I had one eye open the whole night, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the next act to swing yeah. my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We slept soundly, knowing we're the only psychos. Yeah, so we woke up the next morning, ate some Filipino. (laughs) Yeah, set ourselves up for the day with an enormous pile of sugary biscuits. (laughs) Um, And I didn't know, because we were talking, we were texting about Filipinos the other day. This is a little fact. This has got nothing to do with anything. But I didn't know that Filipino is actually spelt with an F, even though the Philippines is a PH. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Real fact. Well, I didn't know that. Because I thought they don't mean Filipinos because they've spelt it with an F, but mm. Filipino. Yeah. Oh, no, they do mean Filipino. Oh, they, do. Yeah, <laughs> they do mean they here's do. some Filipinos that have been made into a shape of a biscuit <laughs> and dipped in chocolate. <laughs> this, this was like yeah. an edit point in this. <laughs> yeah. well, I, can, I can see why they do it because they were nice. Yeah. I can see see why they've crushed up so many Filipinos because they are delicious. Yeah, Yeah. they are dipped in chocolate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we had a nice, like, lazy morning, didn't we? Um, And then we went to interview Charlotte. Yes. From the Prostitution Information Mm -hmm. Centre. Yeah. That was brilliant, wasn't it? That was brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. she was amazing. She was amazing. And that was last week's episode. If you want to go back and have a little listen. Did you learn anything, Luke? Loads, yeah. I've thought about that quite a lot, actually, since we did that um, that interview. Loads. I think it's, it's definitely, I did learn a lot. Um, I think, she, I don't know how unique she is or not, but it's, it's given me as, as, like, as many questions, I think, from myself and my attitudes towards things um, as it has answers in many ways. Like, it, you know, and as much as... Uh, me being straight white man from you know Kent, whatever you kind of you go in there knowing sort of who you are and what you think your attitudes are, and however educated on certain things you might feel that you are, or you've got friends that work in the sex industry, or friends of friends that are working it, whatever, and whatever you've heard. Um, it was still an eye opening, educating experience for me going in there and meeting her and, and hearing 
what she had to say about her experiences. I thought she was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, she was really, really cool about it. Really easy to talk to as well. Like, I kind of thought she'd be quite cagey because you don't get to speak to sex workers in Amsterdam. No one does. And I just thought that was because they didn't want to talk about it or or it was, I don't know, so sinister or just because it was so liberal that it was like, there's nothing worth talking about here. Mm. I didn't know whether it was going to be really bad or really, like, okay. I think we all went... If we're being honest, we're all like supportive of sex work anyway, but we all yeah. kind of went with the mindset of let's find out how Amsterdam do it so yeah. the UK can learn a thing or two. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. It's legalised, but it's still it's still as yeah like stigmatised as it is over here. Yeah. And they'd like to me. have you believe that it is all chill but actually the government are not chill about it yeah no one's chill about it yeah because they were talking about setting a little an industrial state a little slum <laughs> pretty yeah. much is mm. what it sounded like to me like a yeah. cordoned yeah. off area where only um sex workers work and punters go to get sex yeah. work yeah done on it. and trying to sell it like this is best for you this is what's yeah. going to be good for you when really it's a control thing. And and when things are shut away from everyone else, people get treated badly. That's how it works everywhere. When things aren't transparent, people are not treated properly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was eye-opening really for all of us, even though we all sort of thought. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was amazing. I, as a, I, meeting her, as a, I just thought what an amazing human she was. Mm. Yeah. so many times through that conversation like her journey I suppose like into sex work was really interesting and I think it told you a lot about the kind of person that she was or is you know in that she started yeah. off in nursing and she moved into working with people in care homes you know older folk in care homes and then facilitating you know sex work for those yeah. people because she saw sex and intimacy as you know, a really important thing as a human right, as she described it, yeah. which of course it is. And, but then her choosing then to go and start supporting sex workers in the red light district and then choosing to work in the windows, it was like, you can draw a straight line really in terms of her, like her caring approach to stuff. Yeah. Because I think she very much was about, other than it being a career choice, like she's, she's, she is, She's putting a lot of care and love, yeah. you know, and intimacy into the world through what she does. You know, it's it's yeah. it was as simple as that for me. And it was just a straight line from that journey as a nurse yeah. through her care work into being a sex worker. Well, it just doesn't occur to you as well that like people in like care home settings or people with special needs, you think, oh, they need it to be safe for them to have a shower on their own or they need to live in a place with a ramp so that they can access their kitchen. But you don't think for one minute that they need to be touched by another human being because yeah. it doesn't even cross your mind. That, Like, it didn't cross my mind that these people would need that and everyone needs that, doesn't it? So to love people, everyone loves people, but to actually care about them on a level where you can identify every single need that they have and try and make it possible for, to ha for them to have those things 
takes a definitely special kind of person, doesn't it? I think. Yeah, I thought so. It just the, the, what came off her was just a huge amount of care and love, you yeah. know, for, for what she did and the choices that she made. But it also the 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 other side of the coin, I think, which was really interesting to me, because you know, to hear Charlotte talk, she said, you know, I'm highly educated, I made my own choices. There was nobody that influenced my decision to do this other than me. So she's fully empowered, you know, she's a smart woman yeah. that's made those decisions. Um, and knowing kind of, you know, the good bits and the bad bits. Um, but there was a cost to her, you know, that, that came with all of that as well. When she talked to us about her, her personal life and her private life, you know, that she doesn't have a, a partner and hasn't had one for a while and that she has to have two phones and doesn't use social media and kind of splits her life and her identity kind of in two, even with her own family. Yeah. So it's, you know what I mean? It's, there's still, however good she feels about her, you know, her career choice and what she's doing. Um, it was sad that, you know, she still feels like she has to split her life in that way to, one, to stay safe, but yeah. two, because of what, I guess society puts on her still, you know, the stigma yeah. that still comes her way. And, and that, that was, was the, the cost of it, wasn't yeah, it, I guess? That was the shit bit for me, you yeah. know? Um, but it, 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 that, yeah, it, there still was that kind of cost for her. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we want to educate people because we shouldn't be feeling sorry for Charlotte because she made the decision to do the work that she did knowing that yeah. it wasn't like she did it and then thought, oh my God, now no one wants to talk to me. She knew it. And she's yeah. quite happy about it as well, mm. to be fair. Like, quite a lot of what she said, especially things like not having social media, she was like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. And I don't really care about that. So, yeah. yes, there is cost, but... Yeah, I think it, what she, she gets what outweighs, yeah. weighs it, doesn't it? Well, she makes that decision. Mm. She's made that decision. She knows the cost, so... Yeah. And that's her choice. Yeah. But it was great. She was like, oh, yeah. it's so great to chat to yeah, her. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sort of putting my own, like, saying, like, oh, I feel sorry for you. It wasn't, <laughs> no. it, like, she was the one that kind of said to us, you know, I think when you asked her at one point, you know, about do you have a partner? Yeah. Would you want mm. and, and, and I think, you know, she sort of had said, yes, yeah, of course she would want a partner. Yeah. But she said no man wants to think of, you know, yeah. sharing their woman in, in that way with oh, other people no. like that. And so, you know, that was it was her saying there was those kind of yeah. costs and, and the whole thing about contact with family and being judged yeah. by people. Those were the things that she told us were, yeah. you yeah. know, the downsides for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah I felt like as well that although she couldn't, like or, although members of her family didn't agree with it or couldn't agree with it, there was definitely a sense of the a community that you could depend on like coming from the information center mm. she to me came across as like the kind of person that you would count as your like family so i imagine that that's the case for a lot of the women that work in the windows but when you have a support group like mm. the information center and charlotte i can imagine that takes a little bit of the weight off of it yeah so She's found a community there, I guess. Yeah, no, she was yeah. she was she was great. She was a real force, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a real force mm. in that community. And it just, and I think for me, again, one of the things I sort of came away was just like the importance of of having communities mm. when you're yeah. in a group that is how do I put this? 
the con that's played on so many of us, you know, whether you work in the creative industry, whether you work in the sex industry, whether you do a job that's considered out of the ordinary by, you know, like the government or mm. society at large, it's the con that they try and play on you. Like, you know, if you're someone who's a professional streamer or something, doing it, that's not considered a proper job, is it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or be a podcaster mm. for everything. That's not considered a proper job. Yeah, you should be what, suffering while you're working. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to work yourself yeah. into the floor yeah. and pay tax and then you die. And you if you're mean? not, then it's not real work. Yeah, yeah. and if you're mm. not miserable, you know what I mean, and we're slaving your guts out every mm. day, yeah. then, you know, you're shirking, you're not doing it right. Yeah. And, and that's sort of how I've come to view, I guess, you know, um, the work that Charlotte's doing in, in a way you know it's, it's part the attitudes are part of that con yeah. that is played upon us you know yeah. because she's doing a job same job as anybody else yeah. but because it's yeah. got um, all the elements of human intimacy and sex and all of that kind of you know tied to it there's a, there's a bunch of people there in, in the local authorities and in the government that are going oh no yeah, yeah. That's dirty. That's wrong. We can't talk about that. Yeah, you know all those kind of ridiculous attitudes and the and the fine church going folk that yeah. want to come and you know rescue the sex workers <laughs> from the yeah. devil. <laughs> um, God, that blew my mind because I mean, from what I know about the church, <laughs> they're the worst fucking ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, awful. Awful. Yeah, they but are. yeah, just just the importance of having, you know, a community of people that understand mm -hmm. and will speak up and speak out and support when that's support is needed. Yeah. Because you did feel like, you know, like you said, the local authority trying to move them out to some like industrial estate where they won't feel as safe, where they yeah. won't get as much business, yeah. where their community is is shattered, where the networks they've got with the local police or with each other you know are, are taken away yeah when their working life is made much worse you know they're being attacked from all kind of yeah. all sides there really um so it's not what they want and and it's yeah. a con for, you know to, for the local authorities to be saying this will be better for you yeah we know what's best yeah you and just what was it she said you know we are no longer the kind of tourism that Oh yeah, the Amsterdam kind of local authority want they want clean tourism. They want yeah. civilized tourism. They don't I want. I mean, Amsterdam this. is nice, but if you take away the really attractive women in the windows, you could just go anywhere, couldn't you? you should pop into London. Yeah, she said something about it just being like a working person's town, and then like because of like the tourism it's kind of got really expensive to live there so now all yeah. of the rich people only rich people can afford to live there yeah and now they don't want all of that tourism on their doorstep <laughs> which is yeah. like classic rich person yeah isn't it? it is yeah yeah kind of yeah. both ways gentrification all over again yeah uh -huh. and it is a pretty place but yeah, it is. people go there for a couple of reasons and it ain't because of the cobbled streets, is it? You're going there for the red light district. Yeah. And yeah, the weed. and it was massive tourism. Like when we went out on whatever night it was, a Friday night, we just went for a wander. And the people that we saw wandering through that red light district, I mean, there yeah. was every type of person. Yeah. It? it was full of what you would expect in terms of like, you know, the stag do's, the 20 something guys in big groups, or whatever. Yeah. But there were groups of 60 something year old 
Yeah. Little, yeah. You know, sweet ladies in their sun visors from China walking about. And yeah. families with couples. like children yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. just a it's just a yeah. place, isn't it? Yeah. Which, you know, I think was is generally a really positive thing because anything yeah. that can spark a conversation about sex and sex yeah. work and make it less taboo and normalise it yeah. and allow people to talk about it and question it, it's gotta be a good thing, right? And mm. as well, like <laughs> Yes, there are women in lingerie in the windows, but that there is nothing sleazy about Amsterdam. I didn't feel like it was like shoved in your face. I didn't feel like it was over sexualized. I didn't think it was like not how you think it's going to be when women are selling sex in a window. But then you go to places like Thailand and everyone's cool and chill about it. But actually, it is shoved down your throat and up your ass around every corner. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't comment on, on the Thailand yeah. thing. <laughs> but yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not like CD, but then this is like uh, again. I think in your head, you kind of a lot of people think that women are like forced to into sex work, or yeah. like they don't have a choice. Yeah. Like they have to because they need to pay for their drugs or whatever, yes. but it's actually not. It's just a job choice. Like yeah, any anything else you decide to do for work. Yeah, and so that, yeah, and that yeah. was from. Sure, I did say that. She said obviously that there have been and there probably still are. Like you can't ignore the whole sex trafficking thing that goes on in yeah. some places, but she was very clear that. You know, I can't remember. She was like, I've got a master's degree. I've got a bachelor's degree. Mm. I consider myself a female entrepreneur, yeah. self-employed, you know. And she's like, and I am not the exception in my industry. I am not the exception here in the red light district. You know, this yeah. is this is something that is very, very normal. These are people making informed choices. So don't pity us or feel like we, we're doing it because we can't do something yeah. else. Like, this is what we want to do. Um, yeah. And bloody right. Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And we was with Charlotte for about a good, like, sort of three, four hours, weren't mm. we? When we were only really supposed to be there for maybe just over <laughs> yeah, an hour talking to, her, <laughs> talking to her. So by the time we left Charlotte, we were all quite, like, well, I'll speak for myself. I was quite, like, overwhelmed and needed to, like, have a minute to think and process <laughs> everything that she said because I wasn't expecting yeah. to be surprised and I do look at sex work now from a different point of view and more from for from like a caregiving yeah point of view yeah. like yeah. kind of like nursing is another job that not everyone can do yeah and not everybody wants to do and some people are like thank god for nurses and i think that yeah. is oh, the, definitely the work that charlotte does with the escort in agency and the like sex assistant i think she called herself yeah mm. um that kind of work is something that not everyone can do so be grateful that there are people out there that yeah. are doing that because otherwise they're going to be like drugging your granddad up yeah, instead of, <laughs> yeah. that was horrible <laughs> well, when yeah. she said it was like yeah. making yeah. them into a zombie job. i just thought yeah. fucking hell they are actually sedating people yeah. and and uh, yeah yeah they, yeah yeah that is that's like a horror film. <laughs> Everything's like a horror film. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went from her, didn't we? Yeah. Went to get some food. We decompressed in um, pimp steak. Pimp steak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went to all the classy. Jokes yeah. Um, yeah. We kept it classy. Yeah. I mean, it did surprise me. There weren't like loads and loads of like innuendo 
named places. Well, the restaurant we ate in the first night where the kid got hit yeah. off his bike was called Gooch. Oh, was it? Oh, <laughs> oh I don't remember that. Oh, okay, that maybe Gooch. I was just oblivious to yeah. it. <laughs> then we went out for dinner at Pimp Pimp Steak, Steak. And we had the world's weirdest waiter. Yeah. Who spoke, instead of with an internal monologue, he said it out loud. Oh, <laughs> yes. table, like, <laughs> right, first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm gonna go and put these menus on that table over there. Then I'm going to go to that table and take the drink order. Then I'm going to come over here and I'll give you your menus. And we were like, great. <laughs> cool. Could have just dropped the menus just right there and then. Yeah. Just go and do it. And yeah. then when you're ready. And then... I'll take your your order. I'll go down the stairs. I'll cook your order. <laughs> and then I'll bring the order up. And then you will eat your order. Yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> when he pulled Link's pint over, it was like half Oh, frost. fucking hell. Yeah. It was literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that down and we just all looked at it. Just like, don't, don't, don't mess up his rating. Yeah, yeah don't. He's, he's got, he's got yeah. a whole plan. You he's can't. been through this already. <laughs> he knows what he's done. He's poured you a pint. It's come out as half a pint with loads of froth. He's going to bring it to the table. You're going to say thank you. You'll drink it and he'll just carry on with his day. That's <laughs> Yeah, don't upset the robot. He's yeah. gone through the process. It was just so weird to me because I do things like that in my head. So I'm like, first I'm going to go to the kitchen, then I'll put the kettle on, then I'll walk up here, then I'll put my... But not out loud. In public, where I'm supposed to be waiting on people. No, it didn't look like it was his first day or anything either, did it? I think he owned the place, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but that Pimp. was a proper yeah. interesting conversation though in there over lunch because like you say i think i definitely came out of that we were all a bit like wow and a bit yeah. almost like shell-shocked weren't we but yeah there was so much information and obviously it was like just turning around in all our brains yeah and i think one of you asked me like how would you feel because we were all like what an amazing person isn't she wonderful isn't sex work great you know and you know look at all these people doing this amazing stuff putting all this love in the world yeah wonderful we're all like well supportive of it yeah and then one of you said like how would you feel if like one of your daughters came and said to you they wanted to be yeah. a sex worker like has it changed your mind mm. enough to or like has it given you a new perspective to feel differently about when it's your own yeah child or family or whatever that's decided to go into that yeah industry. and i've I got to say like that that sort of put the brakes on my brain well quickly that was like, <laughs> a, like a handbrake turn really quickly <laughs> like I, you know and, and i'm not ashamed to admit that because my answer wasn't oh no I mean, I couldn't yeah. possibly, like, it's okay for other people to do that, but not my yeah. daughter. Not you know I mean? my angels. Um, I mean, if she came to me yeah. now, I'd say, get back in there and watch Peppa Pig, you're three. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> but, you know, given the right age and circumstances, yeah. if, if if she came to me and, and said that, it, I th it would at least, I'd have a much greater understanding of what she was talking about. Yeah. And I don't know that, I'm having thought about it, I wouldn't want my daughter to join the army either, really. Yeah. Because there's an element of, like, risk and danger and stuff, you know, involved in that. And, like, morally, it's something I wouldn't yeah. necessarily agree with. There are other jobs that I wouldn't wouldn't want to be an accountant either. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there are jobs I wouldn't want my daughters to do. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure still if I would want my daughters to be working in the windows in Amsterdam. Yeah. Because I don't know if, if, as a dad, if I would want them to have to split their life in two in that way or have them feel that there was stigma on yeah. what they did. You know, because your ambition as a, as a parent is to like yeah. want the best for your kid and for them to have the, a life that's full of opportunity and choices and all of that sort yeah. of stuff. But it would definitely enable me now to be not a dickhead about it. Yeah. Well, I guess you know that your daughters are raised in environments that are not traumatic for them. They come from loving homes and they had access to education and all of those things. So to still make a decision like working in sex work when you know there's been no underlying trauma or no one's forced you into it, it makes it a little bit easier, I think, to think, well, this is a decision that has definitely been made by someone who I know is not being exploited. Because that was my biggest gripe with it is before we went there and spoke to Charlotte, I thought that there there had to be, there had to be a reason why these women were turning to sex work because I wasn't thinking of sex work as like a broad spectrum. I wasn't thinking of the cam girls because I don't, because before I didn't see the girls on the, whatever, those channels, the sex chat channels i didn't put them in the same sort of box i guess mm, as women mm. that were actively selling sex um but having like worked in the sex industry having spoken to charlotte having spoken to other sex workers it changed my perspective entirely um to realize that these women are not yes there are some vulnerable women but on a whole they're actually just women that are making decisions about their own bodies and own money. Mm. And so if my daughter was to say, I want to do sex work, yeah, like you say, you do have high hopes for them and you want them to be astronauts and, I don't know, something cool. But it it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be absolutely beside myself if in the future she wanted to do sex work no and i wouldn't be and i couldn't be now i think and again like you know because the ultimate thing as a parent is what you want is for your kids to be happy yeah and to be making their own choices you know and taking their own opportunities and if that was if you've done your job right as a parent do you know what i mean and then your kid's going to make good choices yeah and 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 having had such an education from charlotte yeah i would no longer say okay well if you thought about this for your life that you know what I mean my yeah. instant reaction wouldn't be this is a bad idea this yeah. is a bad choice to make yeah you know I mean and 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 you would have to be supportive of it and you'd want to be publicly supportive of it if even if, if yeah if, if that's what you know your your kid wanted and needed from you and not in the way that Charlotte has experienced, you know, that sort of shunning by her family members yeah. or negative judgment from her family do you know what I mean so yeah I th- and that's why I think like your podcast has always been so good and I've supported it and admired it because it's converse- it's through having conversations about stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that your preconceptions or, you know, and ideas of things, relationships, sex, whatever it might be, the only way you get to change your attitude to something, you know, yeah. and, and for people to feel they can be their authentic selves is, is by learning about stuff, isn't it? And yeah. Just being good humans to each other. Um, and that's what I took away from 
you know, meeting Charlotte and talking to her was just what a wicked human being she was. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, it was just a proper, proper nice education. She was great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel the same. And I think it does, when you talk about it, it gives you an opportunity to change your mind about things because I like to think that I'm quite open-minded, but it's not until you're faced with things that you think, oh, I didn't realise I even felt that way about it or the reason I felt that way is because of X, Y and Z. So I think it is good to always open up awkward conversations. And I think people listening kind of feel like that when they listen to us they come back and go oh actually that's not what I thought it was or I feel different about that now yeah it's just giving more information isn't it so you can yeah. form a better opinion like yeah. you all have your opinions based on the information that you know so yeah. if you don't know what it's actually like from like a sex worker's point of view then you can't form an opinion on what you think about sex work yeah like or like a educated one and now you have that so yeah. hope you'll change your mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so what happened next i can't what? remember what happened next we went and got well, some food oh well, what happened next was we decided <laughs> yeah. to do some we decided to do some like chucking about of our condoms we did because we bought our condoms which are which have our qr code on yeah to our website so we thought what a great place yeah let's start giving condoms out yes which i think we very quickly realized that people are think that we're sex workers now yes so stop giving condoms out <laughs> but we did leave one in the pimp steak we did <laughs> and then the waiter was like oh you've he forgotten something chased us down the road, <laughs> down the road. it was so awkward it was really embarrassing and I was like oh thank you and it was the condom that I purposely left there with our pictures on it so it was, there was no mistaking that it was us there wasn't it left in like the, the tip jar though or yeah. something like that so I think it was a bit like no I wanted some money or some more money in this tip jar you take your condom with your yeah. faces on it more than any tip mate if only he knew yeah ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. And, that, and I nearly lost my foot. That was the other final, oh, yeah. final destination, mate, wasn't it? Oh. We, like we two minutes walk down the road, <laughs> and we're chatting away. <laughs> yeah. 
and I walked. It was like a cover to a cellar or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like two oh big God, metal yeah. doors on the yeah. floor covering like the entrance to a cellar or whatever. I never walk across those for fear of like a trapdoor moment. Well, you would know because that's <laughs> that's the life that you live, isn't it? I, I don't have the assumption Luke, that, that there's going to be traps. Naturally lucky, <laughs> just walking under ladders, crossing paths with black cats, yeah. walking over trapdoors. No more. I can Not tell care you. in the world. No more. But at that point in my life, I didn't assume there'd be traps waiting for me at every turn. <laughs> and, um, and, there, and there was, yeah. And I was just merrily talking to you too, weren't I? And wearing flip-flops because of when it, you know, it was yeah. hot. So we were all in shorts hot, and flip-flops oh and God, stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, just... One of the doors to that cellar wasn't shut properly, and I was just <laughs> bowling a lot and He's chatting missing. away. <laughs> and then, wallop! And my, I literally nearly took my whole foot off. Oh my it was God. so painful, and I tried oh. so hard to style it out as well, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you and did. It was, yeah, it hurt so bad. Oh, well, we didn't really know each other. Yeah, all that well then, so you couldn't be like, "Ah, oh, my fucking foot," yeah. which is what you was doing on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> on the outside, you were like, "Swan." Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was exactly like that. I just thought I wanted to just lay on the floor. It was terrible. But no, just, just walk it off, soldier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was on the way to the Red Light Museum, which if you're ever in Amsterdam, go, oh, because it yeah. was so good. One of my favourite bits was the one man who was running the entire show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he was literally jumping out of one window into another window and then running around and then coming out the door because yeah. he was having to serve people in the front and in the back. I'd... Which sounds <laughs> yeah. terribly... We're back to it. Changing his hat every time. Yeah. yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, I it thought they were twins. Thing. When I saw him at the end, I thought... Must they must be twins because yeah. you look exactly like the guy that let us in? Yeah, I was so mad. You were so right. He was like the guy taking your giving you selling you your ticket on the way in. Yeah, like halfway round, it was like this way, please. Same yeah. guy, and then at the end, he's like, "Thanks for coming." Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, probably in the shop as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was really good because you could. It's like a sex museum, so you can get. They let you touch all of the the stuff. So yeah. they had like a cage and like a sex swing. Which you can get in and swing about yeah. and yeah. yeah. I thought I found that we were the only people immersed in the joys of the museum <laughs> I, because yeah. we had to go on everything, didn't we? Yeah, but everyone else was kind of just not. watching. At the moment I saw it, I'm like, there? oh, I'm getting in there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, everyone <laughs> well, else was kind of just, just browsing. In. I don't know whether it's because we were using everything, but they were like, can't no. <laughs> no like when you're waiting it. in the park, like for the swing to come available. Do you know what's really mad? Like when you're in this country, they've got like do not touch, do not sit, do not yeah. do this, do not do that. And when you read those signs, you're like, well, obviously, why have you got to put a sign up? Only an idiot would do that. And then the moment British people are in a place where there's not no a sign signs. going <laughs> because they that. just assume people aren't idiots. Yeah, there's no sign, like, no hold back. No sign. Yeah. Go, go, yeah. get it. If they get didn't it. want people to touch it, there'd be a sign. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we did. Yeah, we didn't we? touch everything. Absolutely. Yeah, we got involved, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That sex swing was really comfortable and you could mm. literally have one of those in your garden and just laser the day away in it, couldn't you? Yeah, it was chill. Yeah. I quite enjoyed sitting because they have a window, don't they, that you can sit in. Yes. At one point in the building's history was a red light window yeah. that sex workers would, would sit in. And we all took a turn, didn't we, sitting yeah. in, in, the, in the red light window. And people yeah. were looking up. I think that's what made the whole 
like experience. People walking past, looking at you, expecting to see yeah. a, a beautiful woman in lingerie, <laughs> and there's like the three of us, like doing blowjob signs. Well, yeah, well, there's me there. in shorts, flip flops, yeah. and a swollen foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> Luke holding back the tears. <laughs> you know you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it in there, and I loved the collections of things left behind. That was one of my yes. favourite things. Yeah. There was like a prosthetic leg. Yeah, like, and like false teeth. Yeah, you've walked in there, and then you've hopped out. You must oh, know. Oh, this was the things that had been left behind yeah. in a sex worker's room. Yeah, yeah. and each yes. one of them had like a date and, a, and an address. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, yeah there was the, the full set of false teeth, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a few false teeth. Yeah. And I didn't think people with false teeth took them out that often, but I don't really know that many people with false teeth, but I just kind of assumed that they had them in all the time apart from when they went to sleep. But then why do they take them out when they go to sleep? You're not going to swallow a full set of false teeth, are you? Well, they're glued in, aren't they? So I can imagine it's not that comfortable to have. I know, but you're going in there with a full set of teeth, popping them out, banging someone, and then just like what, like leaving with no teeth. Yeah, I was yeah. questioning why the person took their teeth out but yeah and how place. did you not notice when you leave like there's a yeah. few questions there with the there must have been a you wicked know. time in there yeah <laughs> yeah just completely well, i always get that feeling of like you know when you like you're shopping and you feel like you've left a bag somewhere so why aren't people getting that with body parts because i always feel like i've left a bag somewhere or if i'm not with rebel i'll think oh shit where is where have i left her where is she but people are walking out there without their limbs. I know. Imagine getting to an age, though, and just being able to say to someone, I'm going to fuck your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your teeth out. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they didn't notice. Maybe she fell out halfway through because they... Oh, that, that's it, totally, in my, in my head, what happened was was like they had such a great time. Like, oh, well, you, you don't know. think they just like put them out and put them on the side? Well, I, no, not oh. in my imagination for that. I was, cause I was thinking... what. Why are you, as the wearer of the false teeth, <laughs> why, in terms of your, like, in terms of, like, the process yeah. here, like, at what point have you gone, hang on, I mean, you, you've, you've talked about, you've got in, looks of, you, you've done your whole negotiation, the whole process that Charlotte taught us, you know, you've turned up, what you're looking for, oh, this, okay, here's yeah. the price, okay, great, right, in you come, pop your trousers off, right, hang on, teeth. To what benefit when, when, would be no. taking your teeth out anyway? Because I just don't understand. If it was like the giver of the blowjobs taking their teeth out, then I kind of, I, I get it. Yeah. But like, who's going in there and going, I have to take my teeth out before I have sex? Well, I mean, if their teeth are getting fucked out, which mm. I mean, can you imagine giving someone a blowjob and then as they're coming, their teeth fall out of their face? <laughs> Maybe that's why they walk in and take their teeth out. I have got because they will just fall story. out when they come. Well, that's what I thought. It's like you said, Nina. Like if you're giving if you're giving a blowjob, like you can understand the logistics or the benefits of teeth out yeah. for giving and just like a different experience or whatever. But in this setup, you know, mm. it's the person going in there paying their fifty euros is yeah. mostly on they're on the receiving end or something. So yeah. why are you taking they're your not teeth out? Themselves for it, yeah. Unless, yeah. Unless they fall out when you come. Oh my yeah. God, do you think they do? What's your story about false teeth? Well, my story, it's not a sexual story oh. at all. Um, it was just a little snippet from my youth. Um, there was like this old guy across the road that my mum used to like check in on and do like hoovering and shit for. 
And we were around his house, sitting on his sofa watching like TV. And um, he coughed. And I was wearing shorts, right? I'm sitting next to him on the, on the sofa. He coughed. And the top set of his teeth literally fell out onto my like bare legs. <laughs> and I remember that so vividly. And I screamed, obviously. It was the worst thing. And obviously everyone laughed because you do when it's traumatic for someone else and not for you. Well, that so, solves that mystery then of yeah. why there was teeth left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're a listener with false teeth, let us know. Yeah. Do you take yeah. out your teeth before yeah. having sex or not? Yeah, do. Do let us know. Hmm. I don't Are know. Spring activated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this guy literally just coughed and they just like fell out onto my legs. Oh, my God. God. I know. I haven't thought about that for a long time, but... This is something that we should all be talking about because one day we'll all have false teeth, won't we, if we're lucky? I'm going to have false teeth soon. The way they take my fucking teeth out, it's a wonder I've even got any. (laughs) That's true. They fucking love taking my teeth out. I think eating those biscuits for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Then, yeah, about three weeks from now. Yeah, no more Filipinos for you. (laughs) So yeah, red light district. We won't tell you too much in case you do go to Amsterdam and you go there. But it was yeah. really, really good, and it's definitely one of those things that worth that are worth going to. Yeah, it's a got to see. However, have you got something else to say about the red light? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Museum. Sorry, I meant not the district. museum was great. Are we moving yeah. on from the museum? Are we, or we finished do with red light? Do you have something else to say about the museum before we move on from the museum? No. 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 I don't want to ruin it for anyone yeah. by talking about it too much. No, but just go and do it. Yeah. Because it is fun and it is educational. It is. It is, yeah. And there's like a little um, there's like a little telephone that they give you as like a tour guide and it is a yeah, ex-sex good. worker called Inga that talks to you the whole, way for, uh, the whole way around, which is fun. Yeah. So, yeah, go and do that. Yeah. Don't go to the next place that we went to. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Are you talking about the... The 5D porn I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Would mean... you recommend it? As, as I got to see, would you? Uh, I, I think it depends what, you, you, what you're going at. Like, we went the three people that knew each other <laughs> yeah. so well. <laughs> and I kind of feel like, to some degree, we knew each other better at the end of that whole process. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to bond with someone, go. yeah. Yeah, if you want to awkwardly force your friendship into a new dimension, <laughs> that is where it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can tell you what happened in like five seconds and you won't need to go because yeah. it wasn't... I don't think it's it, a got to see. No, but... you're in there for about five minutes, yeah. aren't you? Mm. It's not even a long experience, and I don't think. you're ragged about to a really <laughs> sickeningly made like... It's like a GoPro on a dog. You ever seen those things? <laughs> like, where it's just like, juggle, juggle, yeah. juggle. Yeah. yeah. But it was, a rec- it was recommended, to- she conned us there, Charlotte. Yeah. Because you know, she-, she did say, oh, things to do in a red light district, you should definitely go to the 5D oh, porn yeah, cinema. Absolutely. That's fun. Like, yeah. you know, go and do that. So we went, okay. Yeah. Off we went. Yeah. So the 5D-ness of it, in case you're wondering what 5D is. It's not five dicks. <laughs> 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 much to our disappointment <laughs> that's what we were expecting yeah 
Luke was the most disappointed. I know. Um, so what was it? It was like 3D glasses. Yeah. And then you've got 4D because you get covered in like spunk. Yeah. Well, hang on. Well, it's fine, but... It was it was when it was when there was cum flying around on the porno that you were yeah, getting covered that, that in this stuff. That was literally the climax of the show, yeah. wasn't it? It's yeah. like you're in it's a it's a cinema, isn't it? And you've got three D goggles on. Yeah. You're in seats that move. Yeah. At various points. That was the other so day, wasn't it? Necessarily moving. moving though. Like I'm not great one for motion, but it like, wasn't moving in time with the film. I no, feel like it could it have been made better. Throwing you around from side yeah. to side. It was just throwing you around. It wasn't even in time with the humping. Yeah. No. But, oh, I forgot until you just... Because there was a squirting moment, wasn't there, in that whole yes. thing? There yeah. was a few moments of getting some water in our face. Yeah. yeah. And finding yeah, our face. Yeah, perfectly with yeah. what was happening on the screen at the time. Yeah. I feel like there was wind and stuff as there well. There was, oh, yeah. It was being blown in your face. Um, but yeah, the actual climax of the whole thing yeah well there was a big cum shot wasn't there at the end of the movie there was and the three of us ended up covered head to toe (laughs) in foam yeah Yeah. bunk like it wasn't even just like a little bit for like the crack was it just like a little you were the most covered (laughs) obviously it was fucking everywhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah we have, we've got a photo of that, haven't we? We should yeah. post yeah. that for, for people's enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there'll be yeah there'll be some um, sense posts, posts and bits and bobs. Yeah, to come out along alongside of it because we didn't want to yeah do it as we went along. No, I stupidly didn't take a picture of the Filipinos. I'll try and find oh. like some sort of like stock photo or something like what you're really typing Filipinos <laughs> into Google I'll type Filipino biscuit and then hopefully something that, will come no, up you know you can't type anything into Google <laughs> without it being like here's a selection of pictures of my inappropriate things yeah you're, you're gonna have the police knock in for <laughs> yeah crunched up Filipinos <laughs> made into delicious biscuits that's what you <laughs> no, not made with real Filipinos. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the five D porn, like I found really creepy. I thought that was so creepy. The this story guy, was terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, it is like a, a GoPro on a dog. Yeah, where it's sort of like it sort of speeds up through certain parts, and then he goes into like different places, doesn't he? Yeah, and like he starts up starts off by like waking up in the morning and then goes and gets on a ferry and then someone gives him a blowjob it's really like yeah and mad. then doesn't she get like ejected off the boat by like a police officer who yeah. then gives him a blowjob yeah <laughs> and then he meets a woman and like basically harasses her for the whole rest of the porn yeah doesn't he yeah. until she's like at the end in a bar and she like slaps him or something yeah because he just won't fuck off yeah yeah, it wasn't the greatest advert for sex tourism in Amsterdam, was it no, really? No, no, I think it needs to be remade. Yeah, definitely. Like, there you go, Luke. Yeah, that's your next you project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you send them a message and just be like, look, I've been to your cinema. <laughs> I am a director yeah. of a creative company. <laughs> yeah, it could have it could have been done a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it wasn't their best work. It wasn't. But if you're in Amsterdam and you fancy making everyone you're with feel super awkward yeah especially if you've not traveled with them before yeah um in that way then and and go because it's a great icebreaker (laughs) 
walking out of there wiping fake jizz off each other. Oh, mate, you know it mean? was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, what a little memory. It was, yeah. And I think we was even walking along for a little while and it was still yeah. like bits of it. It's coming off of us. Coming off of us. Coming yeah. off us, yeah. <laughs> Dripping yeah. off our faces. Oh, my yep. God. Yeah. <laughs> still keeping it classy everywhere we go. Yes, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> what did we do then? Well, then we sort of split up for a bit. Oh. I think Luke... This might have happened before we went to the 5D cinema, but it was getting late at this point. I, I think we missed dinner. I think we went to Pimp Steak and we were having so much fun with what we were doing. We completely missed dinner. Yeah. And then we ended up walking to um, that alternative bar that I went to before that I really wanted you two to come to because oh, yeah, you love right. like a grunge music yeah. bar. Yeah, right out in the middle of nowhere. That was proper like the back streets. Yeah. That's a little hidden gem, that is. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool in there. It's called The Mines. Oh. That's right. And that's, and that's where we were... Breaking a world record. Broke the world record for balancing condoms on whose head? Charlie's, not mine. Yeah, no, you couldn't balance them. No. Yeah. So it turns out the world record's only about, what, nine condoms well, in a stack on your head, isn't it? Let's not a lot. devalue it by telling people <laughs> how many condoms it was. <laughs> It was I still record. broke the world record, and <laughs> yes. that is the... officially though, because we did take the time to look that up, didn't we? And yeah. yeah, that was the important part. Yeah, so we went and had some whiskeys and some tequila. Were we drinking tequila? Yeah. Yes, yes, we were. At some point, we were. I was not. I wasn't drinking. We drank a lot. Yeah, we drank a lot. We did drink a lot, and it was like. At one, at one point I went into the bathroom and on the wall there was a sticker that said healthcare is a human right and I thought oh that sounds like Charlotte saying like sex is a human right yeah and then I washed my hands and I tried to find like I turned to look for the hand dryer or whatever and there was just this horrible old disgusting oh towel God. that was hanging on the wall that everyone was using to dry their hands off yeah and I thought Mm, this is why healthcare is game right. That <laughs> clean <laughs> towels are not. <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. It was disgusting, but I love, I love it. Yeah, it was probably actually... right up our street. That whole place, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was really, it was really, it was really cool. There was good music. There was a pool table. Yeah, a dog. Um, dog. <laughs> it was a dog in there yeah. at one point. Really, was there a dog? A oh dog? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a dog in there at one point. Yeah, yeah. dog. Yeah, it was cool, and we actually had a bit of a nice time. Yeah. Which means here's some counterbalance for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming. So Luke flagged down a taxi for us. We, I was, I was obviously had a few drinks. So I was feeling a bit like cocky and I was proper like into like the sex working brain because of talking to Charlotte. So I was like trying to come to an agreement with him about how much it was going to cost. We're going to the north of Amsterdam. Yeah. He was like 50 euros and I was like 40. That's yeah. the agreement. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, go on then. Yeah. So we got in to the cab. I was feeling well happy. We drove up to the tunnel and as we were about to go through the tunnel that goes under the canal to the north of Amsterdam, the tunnel shut. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. And he was like, 
I'm going to have to go round, um, but it's going to cost 100 euros. And I was like, that wasn't the agreement because obviously I'd been talking to Charlotte and you've yeah. come to the agreement mm. and that's the agreement. You yeah. give that money for that service. Yeah. And at that point, both Nina and I felt the cold shudder of <laughs> something is now going to happen. <laughs> is going to go Creeping up our backs. So quickly. Yeah. And it did. Brace so yourselves. Charles yeah. was like... <laughs> I ain't fucking paying that or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't the agreement. <laughs> no. And he was like, okay, we'll get out now then. Yeah. And like, give me the 40 euros. Yeah. I'm like, no, like, no. that was not the fucking agreement yeah. either. You're getting a penny out of me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and to which she, we were at traffic lights and Shaz literally just gets out <laughs> of a, a car. <laughs> and I'm in the back with Luke. Luke's exited. But I've got my boot stuck, so I can't get out of the fucking car. So I'm like, right, well, I live here now with a mental taxi driver who hates us. He's about to drag you down the road. Yeah. With one leg stuck in the car. I'll get my 100 euros one way or another. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I said, Charge, can't just get out. Yes, I fucking can. Yeah. And she just gets out of the car she at did. the traffic lights. He's losing his shit in the front as well. Yeah. It was fucking fuming, money. Yeah, it was fuming. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Can't bring them self-end attitudes. Here we go. No. no. <laughs> um, and then so we had to walk, didn't we? <laughs> further away than we originally were. Yeah, because the oh, bridge. Oh, we were much further away. Yeah. yeah, the bridge was quite far away from the ferry. Yeah. Um, and that was the, the ferry was what we was getting on to walk across well, when we were walking. Well, that's We had to take a long walk back to the ferry port. Yeah. Wait for a ferry, and then the journey was the ferry ride, and then another yeah. <laughs> long walk back to where we were staying. And it was quite cold at this point. Yeah, mm. yeah, and it was dark. And we'd been out since like six a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we had to walk through that industrial oh, site where oh, all the pathways were shut, and we had to walk in the road. <sighs> yeah, I feel like there was a bit of chat on the way to the ferry. Yeah. Minimal chat. On the ferry, maybe we're sort of admiring the views. Everyone just wants to get home. When we point. got off that ferry, not a word was uttered <laughs> <laughs> between the three of us until <laughs> until we nearly got run over going through the, 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 the wilderness oh of that industrial area, oh no God. footpaths and stuff. And I said something sarcastic like, "Oh, Charlie's trying to get us killed out here," and that was that was a mistake, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> already annoyed by the taxi driver. <laughs> and then I spent the rest of the time going, you both hate me. You yeah. both hate me. You just not, hate me, don't you? That, just admit it. Not in that time, though, was it? <laughs> it was more like, everyone hates me. Oh, that's right. You're going to blame me for this whole thing, are you? <laughs> Here we go again. Charlie's made another mistake. Everyone fucking hates me. <laughs> why don't you just kill me? Yeah, just <laughs> kill me. That's what you want. That's what you want. You won't be happy until you see me dead, will you? Yeah. <laughs> and these two just both weren't responding to me. You both weren't responding to me at all, which has prompted yeah. me to fake more. Because I know better than to, one, reassure you, or two, say, yeah, yeah, we do hate you. So I just, I just think, just wait it out. She'll be all right. She'll, yeah. she'll calm down in a minute. <laughs> I was sort of learning it on the job at that yeah. point, wasn't I? I'm looking at Luke, just like going, don't say it. Don't, don't. Whatever you're thinking, don't don't say, don't worry about it. You know, I, I like the walk. 
Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Everyone hates me. This has been from the day I was born. <laughs> but we made it back. Yeah. And everything was fine. In one piece as well. Yeah. Oh, and got to eat some of the greatest crisps ever. That was one of my highlights that's, mm. that I've kept. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll touch upon the snacks because there is, a, you know, Amsterdam continues to London <laughs> where on the way home, something fucking so funny. And at New Year's, one of the questions that I asked you both was, when was the time that you've laughed the hardest this year? And I completely forgot about this, but I was so, I was freaking, my sides were splitting. I was crying. <laughs> I was so, laughing so much at this incident that happened. Um, it was the tragedy as well. It was a whole mix of things, wasn't it? It was a whole was mix like, of things. For me, like, I, anyone that knows me knows I love buffalo chicken wings with blue <laughs> cheese dip. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything for those things. Like, like if, I, if they're on a menu somewhere, I'm eating them. Mm. And we found, didn't we, on one of our little trips, yeah. they're like giant Watsits, but they're buffalo chicken wing and blue cheese flavoured crisps. Mate, and so I nice. fucking fell in love with them. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Well pleased. So happy. So happy. My it Snack w- Connect's got them back in, so I'm going to get you some. Thank you. Next time <laughs> I leave my house. So hopefully it won't yeah. be soon. And I liked them so much, didn't I? That actually, yeah. I bought, bought some for the journey home. And actually thought, no, do you know what? I won't eat these on the way home. I'm going to save them. Yeah. So, yeah, the next morning we were leaving. So we packed our stuff and we also packed a bag with the rest of the snacks in to take home with us. Yeah. Because we wanted to, It was. it was a piece of... Yeah. Sank we loved and we yeah. thought let's not waste it let's take it with us and you were like proper savouring yeah yeah it was like a little mission to get them home yeah I mean like the walk from the apartment to the ferry yeah. the ferry the Eurostar the changeovers the whole thing I was like yeah mind my crisps I'm just going to mm. put them over there I'm not going to put them in that overhead yeah. thing and be really careful where they go like my precious crisps <laughs> Yeah, well, we left Amsterdam at 4pm, so we carried them around with us. Once we'd left our apartment, we carried them around Amsterdam with us mm. yeah. the whole day. This is yeah. how precious they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, mm. yes. So, we uh, nothing much really happened on the last day. We just did some, like, well, we had the best cheese and ham toasty we've ever eaten. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we did. In the oh morning. Oh my God, weren't that absolutely delicious? Yeah. So we packed our suitcases, we packed the snacks, we went to get breakfast, had the best cheese and ham toasty ever, had a, a strawberry flavoured sweet, which was the... My night. strawberry, strawberry. <laughs> strawberry, strawberry is flavoured thing. So when you said the word strawberry about <laughs> 75 yeah. times. Yeah. And we sat outside a cafe for like four hours while you're yeah. like nursing this one strawberry <laughs> sweet. You had really... like strawberry Tourette's though, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Try the strawberry. It really yeah. tastes like strawberry. It's the strawberry <laughs> strawberry. 
that you've ever strawberried. <laughs> it tastes more like strawberries than strawberries. Yeah, yeah. not like synthetic strawberry, like strawberries when you were a kid, strawberry. Yeah, like proper strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. strawberries. You, know, you know strawberries, you know what I'm talking about when you say strawberries. I remember everything, strawberries. Yeah. Needless to say, we've taken too many drugs. <laughs> do you remember what strawberries used to taste like? <laughs> Yes, I do. Actually, Tesco's. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Like when you used to pick them, strawberries. Pick them out yeah. of the. Pick your own. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we stood on a bridge. We recorded a couple of bits. Yeah. We got to four p.m. We got on the Eurostar. Yeah. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. Yeah. Yeah. Snack bag. Snack bag. Snack bag intact. intact. Everything intact. Um. Got to St Pancras. St Pancras. Yeah. Station. Got on the train. Went, walked to the tube station so we could get the train home. Yeah. At this point, when we got on the tube, Nina was carrying the snack bag. <laughs> and it was resting on us on the top of her suitcase. Yeah. Me and Luke were sitting one Visibly side of the Visibly snacks as well. It was a bulging white carrier bag, wasn't it? Visibly yeah. full. Of some of the world's yeah. greatest snacks. Yeah, it was a thin bag, so you could see right through it, mm. and it was there balancing on the top of the suitcase, right in front of like almost like eye level. Every, wasn't it? Everyone it was like could right see there. It was there. Snacks. Oh yeah, yeah. It was right there. Yep. So, <sighs> a homeless guy gets on on the tube. Yep. Walks through our carriage. Not wearing any shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting shoes on. Yeah. And he politely, very polite young man, politely asks if anybody has any spare food <laughs> that they can give him because he was starving. <laughs> so no one says anything as you as you do when you're getting on tubes in London. You just don't. You just, you know. Well, I wasn't carrying any food. Put your head down. Were you carrying any food, Charlie? <laughs> I wasn't carrying any food. I said nothing. But I can't not acknowledge anyone. Like, everyone else just looks through them like they don't exist. And I will still say no or whatever. I'll, I'll just acknowledge their existence. Well, so, you did. I did. <laughs> so Nina looks at the bag of food, <laughs> looks at the homeless guy. At this point, I was boring a hole into Nina's face <laughs> with my eyes. Like, don't back. you fucking do it. <laughs> looks back at the food. Me and Luke are sitting opposite her, so we're both staring at her while she's looking These at the food. These snacks aren't mine as well. <laughs> and then she's like, she says to him, no. <laughs> oh no, she said. Sorry, I haven't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I start laughing like uncontrollably, like I streaming whilst he's still standing there. Strangers were laughing. <laughs> yeah, on a laughing. tube out of London where no one acknowledges anyone else's existence. <laughs> There were strangers sitting either side that saw and heard the whole thing. It was obviously the most awkward, shitty situation ever. It's literally a man begging for food. And, you know, <laughs> like we're going to say no. 
What? And yet. And, and yet. <laughs> he walks up to the next carriage and I'm laughing, trying to explain to Nina that she can't look at the food and then look at him and say, no, it's a bag of food and he's starving. But I'm trying to like say this through laughing. <laughs> and trying to defend herself. Well, they weren't my snacks. And if they were my snacks, I would have given them to him, no questions asked. So every time I would have just handed them <laughs> well, to hang on. Anyone who knows me knows that I would literally root through my purse and find an old tulip at the bottom of it just to give it to someone. That's what made me laugh so much about it. It's because you felt so bad. And every single time you were like, beep, 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 I was laughing even more because I know that you wouldn't. I know that you would you would never do that because it was it was my Luke snacks. I know. That were in it was there. just like the pressure you must have been under. I know in, that in, in my head I'm just like fucking give him everything you want. Take off your shoes. He's got no shoes. Take off your shoes, give him your shoes. That's they're the things that are going through my head. But then I've got you two deaf staring at me. Like if you so much as fucking Look in that bag. <laughs> I think that's I'm a bit gonna, unfair. Uh, no, bit unfair. no, it's not unfair. It's not unfair. <laughs> that's how you're looking at me. You're looking at me like if you so much as rustle a crisp packet, you're fucking dead. So Look. I was really torn. It was horrible. And I replay that moment when I'm trying to beat myself up. <laughs> but, but I relented. Well, well that's the thing. He <laughs> walked off. And it was well awkward. And you so, thought, thank God, so, the well, snacks are safe. Yeah, a little bit. That's the truth of it. Like, oh I, yeah, Luke felt not give like... the guy at the time of day. <laughs> Me and Nina were both like, we should have really have given him. Like, I thought give him something out of the bag. I thought give him something. <laughs> like, starving. Hang on a minute. Hang on a because minute. Because I'm, I'm a nice person. Give really him horrible. Luke's no. one. <laughs> not. He was already being a snob because he had to get out of the shape. <laughs> Listen, you don't like people, I don't like people. Tired and... Yeah, we've been through it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Like... Two days with us does take its toll. The more time out in the world of you two, the odds of not surviving get shorter and shorter. That's what it was, you know? We were on the home stretch. It's like nearly made it. All we have to do is is sit down for an hour (laughs) and just count down the minutes <laughs> until we you know we've made it across the finish line uh, safely but no but yeah so he the poor guy and i'm <laughs> fully i'm fully in support of giving things to homeless people i just got to say that because just he not your like right cunt here, <laughs> but don't lie don't lie but he walked out didn't he the poor guy yeah and i felt like oh that's that's really bad we've embarrassed ourselves here in all kinds of ways but my crisps are safe. <laughs> and I didn't mind that. <laughs> there so was a much. choice to me to be made. Wasn't there? Yeah. There, there was. It was a test of morals, wasn't it? I think for all three of us in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. But then. But then he came back. And <laughs> hands over the whole bag to him. <laughs> and he literally takes it. Doesn't even say thank you. No. I think it was perfectly reasonable not to say thank you, seeing as we mugged him right off the first time round. Say thank you after you laughed at him standing there and me holding on to a bag full of snacks. And he literally just pulls off the pulls out to the next station and he gets off with the bag. Didn't even say thank you. (laughs) 
Oh. And I, I watched those disappear. That must have been a real platform. up and down for you, Luke, because you thought, <laughs> okay, well, now we know she's morally bankrupt, um, but I have got crisps. Yeah. And then it comes back around, and now you haven't got crisps. I know. And the thing was, there was no winning, was there? No, no. Because we made ourselves look awful, Yeah. first and foremost, yeah. and then the crisps were gone anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. like, but he he lays. must have like heard us having a discussion and laughing and crying um, as he walked away. That's why I did a second pass because why would you come back? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was just a bad, bad situation. Well, we know you had food. Even I, though you everyone said to me, knew I <laughs> had food. Everyone knew I had food. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't, food we didn't do very well at that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad. Bad luck for all of us. Well, actually, it was a great look for me because I redeemed myself in the end and you still look bad. <laughs> and you had no crisps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So that was it for Amsterdam. So how how's your life been since? Well, that's a big question. Yeah. It's mean, never you... been the same <laughs> again. <laughs> how's it been since? Do you mean like... He scoured London looking for that homeless man going, did you enjoy those fucking crisps? I scoured London looking for those fucking crisps, I tell you, <laughs> and I found some. Um, so that's a win. I don't know. Um, do you mean like has Amsterdam changed anything for me in my life or my attitude since Amsterdam? Or do you mean... Or like, has spending any time with you <laughs> altered your life dramatically? Yeah. Now that, you, now that you spend time with us or have spent time with us... Oh God! How do I how do I answer that? Um, what would people want to know? What would people want to know? I don't know. They want to know everything, don't they? Possibly be interesting of my point of view of hanging out with you two. Um, you had the best times. So don't try and pretend that I, you. Are I did like have some a great time. God, little like <laughs> a little victim. That no, I had great, a great time. Of course, I had a great. Always have a great time with you two, obviously, obviously. But it might, I guess, it might not be obvious to other people. Um, what might they not know? I don't know. You're both lovely. You're both really sweet and very thoughtful, and and do give crisps to homeless people. Um, you're not nearly as hardcore cynical as people probably expect <laughs> in real life you're actually really nice right, don't tell people we're of not the time. actually calling real life either <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not as streetwise as, <laughs> as people probably think you are well you've picked up a new word obviously, obviously yeah. oh yeah because yeah obviously things happen all the time and it doesn't even face you anymore you're you're yeah you're all fully Oh, I just, can't, I've just, I just, I, now. I, I, I expect different things from life now. <laughs> <laughs> My expectations have been massively lowered. <laughs> what to get out of an average day? <laughs> And then when shit comes crashing down, yeah, my response is obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you have a mediocre day, yeah. you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because you know that's the best you're going to get out of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just. I guess all my like reflections from Amsterdam and spending time with you and, and like hearing the podcast that you do, it's just I'm well proud to support it. Like I have been so proud to support it from, from day one as a business. Oh. You know, as as me as an individual, I've learned an awful lot, you know, from the conversations that you've had. And I think it's been nice to put as a business thing to have my brand associated with you guys, because I think it's just been such a 
oh, I don't know. How do you say this as a white straight man without sounding awfully patronising and getting cancelled? But um, yeah, I just think the conversations that you've had have been really important conversations. Do you know what I mean? Like the way that you've just been able to have just brutally honest conversations about anything to do with sex or relationships, you know, and all the different forms that that takes through all kinds of different people. Um, it's just been really important. And you're funny. You are funny fuckers in real life as well. That's the other thing. <laughs> in real life, on the podcast, you're actually <laughs> tedious, but in real life, you are funny. Yeah, no, you're lovely to hang out with. It's great. Oh, there you yeah. go. There you go, everyone. <laughs> Recommended five-star review. Yeah. And, you know, we don't film this anymore, so we can hold a knife up to Luke's head <laughs> yeah. as he says what he might think yeah. he does. I do think it's cruel that they'd be coming here and not wear any clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we do it to all the guests it's like turning up to the fancy dress party when everyone else is just in their normal clothes I fell for that Um, but yeah you look good naked Luke yeah you should be proud of it thanks (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Luke has got a creative company so if anyone's got any creative stuff then yeah no one's going to want to work with me now. I don't give homeless people crisps. As if I'm going to get any work now. But you do support sex well, work and you do support you know, women. So, you know, it swings and roundabouts. There's a lot of morally corrupt people out there with a lot of money. So you might you might get some extra work. You might be right. And yeah. Amsterdam 5D Cinema, if you're looking for someone to yeah. make a decent film. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, that we'll could take, take your in company into a completely different <laughs> direction, couldn't it? Let's do it. Let's do it. I might as well. I've got nothing you know? to lose at this point. <laughs> at this stage, yeah. Well, has your life changed since doing the podcast? Oh, How, have your lives changed? What have you guys learned? I guess people don't give a toss about me, but like for you, what's it been like for you guys? I think people do give a toss about you. Uh, yeah. No, you're just being kind. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from me. Don't try and avoid the question. <laughs> What's what's changed for you guys, or has anything changed? And what have you learned, or what have you enjoyed? I said today that I am not invisible anymore, and that's quite an inconvenience to me because I wanted to go under the radar. I used to be able to go out and be invisible, and now you can't be invisible, which sounds like a major celebrity, but it's not. It's yeah. not that, but it's a small community in Sackford, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like you said, like it's it's a mask that you've got to wear. Yeah. And it's all right when you're in a good mood, but when yeah. you don't want to talk to people and you've still got to put a freaking red yeah. beret on your head. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you just want to go to the shop with no makeup on and pick up some toilet roll or whatever. But you know you're going to have to speak to 17 people on the way. Yeah, and they're going to have expectations of what hat you're wearing. Yeah, what hat you're wearing, what outfit you're wearing. And if you're not funny, I always worry that people will think I'm rude or if I'm not like whatever, whatever I am on the podcast, people will think, well, because you hear it all the time, don't you? Oh, I met so-and-so, real fucking rude bitch, when actually they were just trying to live their lives and you caught them in yeah. Tesco. Fucking leave it. Leave it out. Yeah. Stop coming up to us in the street. For God's sake. What about anything good, though? What's, what's been like? What's been one of your favourite things that's come out of the podcast or something you've learned or some good feedback that you've had that's been like... Because I know people have often said to you, like, 
Yeah. I've learned something there. Or do you know what? You gave a, a platform and a voice to someone or a community that hasn't ha- had that before and that's valuable stuff. Like It is definitely for me, it's definitely the people that we've met doing it. Yeah. Like it's opened up like a whole world of people that we wouldn't have met otherwise. Like you, for example. Yeah. And you taught me how to like edit a podcast so I could be like fuck you to anyone that (laughs) was helping us before yeah um yeah and just like the guests we've had if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. The different yeah. um, points of view, and just like I, I didn't feel like a judgmental person really, and I was always like quite supportive of people as individuals, um, but definitely more so the more people that we meet through this, yeah. the more I just think some people are cunts and some people aren't. And it's got yeah. nothing to do with anything other than the person on the inside. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I think it shows you how you can support people because you can be like, oh, I am in support of people doing this or being that or whatever, but you don't actually know how to help. And so it's not enough to just be like, oh, gay rights. It's not enough to think that. Mm. But when someone you meet says, this is what you can do, this is how you can help. And this is if you tell people about it then more people can do stuff and help i think that's been really like yeah a good thing learning how you can support people yeah it's definitely made me a better person in that way yeah and like helping us to make other people i think better yeah sounds really hor- like not that anyone was really horrible to begin <laughs> with but shit but now you're good <laughs> thanks to us yeah. yeah but yeah it's like someone yeah. we spoke to that was like you know I'm fully supportive of sex workers, um, but I always think, like, what went wrong in your life to make you turn to sex work? And I was like, well, that's the judgment. That's Mm. the wrong thing to think, isn't it? Like, Mm. because what went wrong in my life that I spent 15 years in retail? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you don't walk in and think that about me because I'm working in retail. But I was fucking miserable, and that was not my dream job (laughs) when I was a kid. But I was doing it, and I fucking hated it. And yeah. something went wrong in my life. But why Why do you only apply that to sex work? Because you're making a judgment about sex workers. So, yeah. you know, stop yourself and think about that. Yeah. And it's just things like that, isn't it? Just yeah. It is that, isn't it? It's learning to park your preconceptions or your prejudice at the door. And also, I think, 
from a lot of the conversations you guys have, like, it's okay to ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, we, and learn and like, do you know I mean? but yeah. learn how to ask. Yeah, you know, and, and when to ask. Like people that are in different industries, you know, to the ones that you might be used to, or have different life experiences to the ones that you're used to. Yeah, most people, if you're polite, don't mind you asking questions. Yeah, and and sharing their experiences with you to help you learn something and not be so ignorant. You know, and that's that's the wicked thing. But it's yeah. it's also about how you ask those questions, isn't it? You know, what I mean. Yeah. Don't just like be bowling up to someone that you you recognise as a sex worker in the street and going, oh, yeah, tell me about this. <laughs> How'd you like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we were all brought up a certain way. We were all brought yeah. up in a world where, like, you know, certain things weren't weren't there. Like, no one spoke about like the transgender community when I was a kid. No one like spoke about really about like any lgbt or sex yeah. work or any of those things that we talk about on this podcast so it's okay to be ignorant to it but just admit that you might not know things yeah and you know and be open to maybe changing your, your mind yeah yeah that's we do get like quite a few messages saying that i felt like this and now i feel differently mm. like we had quite a few like when talking about dating and um toxic traits in dating people and we got quite a few messages saying, I didn't know, but I'm the problem. And right. yes, but until you hear it being put to you, like we've said this before, I think, like when something's put to you aggressively and finger pointing and going, you, your shit or whatever, no one wants to hear that. No one's going to listen to someone aggressively saying things to them. But when you're like, oh, you know, this isn't great and maybe you should work on yourself then people go oh okay yeah yeah maybe i should actually yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think it does help people that's what i like most about the podcast and people have a laugh with it as well and i always remember that someone said to us that it was like having a like chat with their friends mm. and i really loved that because that is what you're after isn't it i think when people we're very lucky to have our friendship and we know that and not everyone is as lucky as that. So if you can feel like you're part of something and, you know, part of a little group and a gang, then all the better for yeah, it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And you also, did... don't come up to us in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Just send us a quick email to charlie at charlie.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I, I, I would completely agree. I think, like, if you ask me, really, yeah. I feel like I'm a better person for knowing you and for like through the podcast and knowing you personally outside the podcast because yeah you you do make it safe to talk about stuff you know but whatever that might be you're very easy to talk to but you're also very good at challenging people's attitudes you know with stuff but you make it fine for someone to go oh do you know what yeah I realized I might have been a bit wrong there yeah. or I might have actually had completely wrong you know idea about this stuff like I was coming at it from my own experience and I hadn't yeah. ever thought about that and you can just go let me just show you this thing and you might want to think about <laughs> yeah. this differently do you know what I mean without going yeah. like you say finger pointing and going are you ignorant prick yeah <laughs> you know I mean? That's, it's all right to be wrong isn't it yeah. we've been yeah. wrong about things yeah I mean yeah. it's rare we're it's never wrong about anything. <laughs> Char Charlie, Charlie's never wrong. <laughs> Don't you but dare. You can be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to have an opinion and then change your opinion. Yeah. Like what I was saying earlier. If you've got more 
information then you can change your opinion on yeah. something can't yeah. you you don't have to stand by and define yeah. yourself by <laughs> yeah your views like just stop doing that stop mm. Just mm. yeah, just be chill. It's yeah. it's a very never did me any harm attitude, isn't it? To stay stuck in your ways and stick with an like opinion. Mm. Like my mum will say things like, "Oh, when you were kids, we used to give you like whiskey to go oh, to yeah. sleep," and we're like, "Yeah, okay." But now we know that children aren't allowed to have alcohol. And she's like, well, never did you any harm. Yeah. Uh, yes, Jackie. Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had the same conversation with my dad the other day. He was like, oh, yeah, every day one of our like mates was walking down the street on his way to school with a black eye that he got from his dad. Yeah. Why Why everyone, why, like, you know, never you're, not allowed, to, you're not allowed to hit kids, your own kids anymore. It's just fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Like, dad, we're all fucking fucked up. <laughs> this is why you can't do it. We're all fucking scared. We live in fear. Yeah. We're only happy when we're scared because we were always scared <laughs> yeah. of our parents. Well, at least we know that. we're scared where yeah. we are we're scared. This yeah. is why we don't do it to our children anymore because we love them and we don't want them to be scared. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We never did them exactly. any harm. But that doesn't help. <laughs> no. no. But when you bring it back to like, you know, the whole sex with Charlie and Nina bit, you know, because like obviously sex is a massive part of life yeah. for everyone and anyone, yeah. you know, to whatever degree you engage with sex, you know, on any level yeah. and like to go back to charlotte's point you know it's the it's the intimacy it's the human yeah contact you know and and being able to have more open conversations about that and just increase the love around things like that i think is proper valuable because it's what makes us human in a day isn't it it's what separates us from yeah. all other things our mm. ability to love each other and to communicate with our bodies and express how we feel for people and all that like it's so much wrapped up in all those conversations oh, gosh, yeah but for me it's just it's just come down to like how you love people yeah you know um gay straight trans bi pansexual whatever your preferences are like it's all about love isn't it yeah 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 it is yeah agreed and it's completely illogical that like prostitution, escorting, whatever you want to call it, that like face-to-face sex work is illegal. Like why? Like I actually don't understand why. Because like I was saying to you the other day, when it's criminal to solicit a prostitute, then like normal people that want to have sex and pay for it can't do that Mm. because they feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. So you've just got criminals that are going to do it. So yeah. it's a risk for women when yeah. they're doing that kind of work because they're just faced with, like, you know, most of their clients would be, like, bad people. So let's just stop. Yeah. Let's legalise it. Yeah. Come on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Come everyone. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking no chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. The end.